Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is Tuesday. Shout out to you, Office fans, if you got that <laughs> reference. It's not a happy Tuesday. It's not a hello to all you football fans, hello to all you Bills fans. It's, man, I don't want to talk about anything that happened this past weekend. That's what I'm feeling today. But I'm here, of course, a part of the Built in Buffalo Network with my main man, Akeem Richens, the king, as he's been called. How you doing, buddy? Oh, Dan Kelly, I'm I'm not doing good right, at all right now. I'm not doing good at all. A Rich, Akeem Richens, this is indeed the conflict of interest. I'm struggling to get through this week. My best friend's a Jets fan, and I'm and, I, and I'm struggling through it right now. I'm hearing a lot. I'm hearing a lot. Yeah, I mean, you got to deal with it, right? It it was about time it was gonna happen, and it just sucks. It just sucks that it happened at all, right? Obviously, you know the Buffalo Bills fall victim to the New York Jets this past weekend. Man, I I don't even know where to start, but we're gonna start with you, Akeem. The Bills lose to the Jets. Your initial thoughts after seeing possibly the Bills' worst game in years? Uh, uh, initial thoughts from the Buffalo Bills, the New York Jets game. I felt that I was seeing deja vu a little bit, right? Because I know it's not the same team, and it's, and 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 obviously the teams are in different. Uh, 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 modes or or areas in, in progression but I I had this similar feeling last year when the Buffalo Bills played the Miami Dolphins and end up winning 26 to 11 26 to 11 they struggled going into the fourth quarter and then they end up winning that game then eventually next week losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars I kind of got that vibe this year with with the green bay packers start with the green bay packers the buffalo bills won but it didn't look good they didn't look good doing it josh allen struggled he threw two picks and it was it was kind of it was kind of like okay we got away with it with green bay but we can't get away with nothing like this against a better team a better roster and surprisingly that better roster is the new york jets and the same thing happened uh, it was a lot of turnovers, a lot of a lot of mistakes, and the New York Jets uh, took care of business from the from the Buffalo Bills. And I was I was shocked, I was hurt, uh, I was surprised, and I was humbled. I was humbled. It definitely wasn't the game we expected. I mean, I, I did not expect the Jets to be a problem, but it, it obviously was a problem. The Bills' offense looked absolutely awful. It looked horrendous. If it wasn't Diggs, who was it? Because Gabe Davis wasn't performing. McKenzie didn't get involved until the fourth quarter. I only saw Naheem Hines, I believe, on one offensive play, which is fine. You know, he's new in town. I get it. It's going to be slow. Where's Shakir? I think he played nine plays. It, it was not good. Do you think at this time we can look at Ken Dorsey and think, hey, we've gone through half a season and people are kind of seeing what he brings to the table and it's time for some adjustments on that offensive play calling? Uh, you, you have to think so, right? Because I, under, I get it. I get it. The Buffalo Bills strength is Josh Allen and the, that, the, the, the Bills potent receiving core, right? That's the, that's, that's their strength. That's their, that's their mojo. That's how they score their 30 points a game. So you're going to believe in your strength, thinking that your strength is a greater strength than the opposition strength, but the jet strength is it is 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 ready for 
whatever the Buffalo Bills had to throw at them. So now I'm looking at Ken Dorsey like, okay, what are you going to do to combat the, the struggles that we have with our strengths, right? Are we going to run the ball more? Are we going to run some misdirections? Are we going to run some play action, knock, all, knock some guys off their spots so we can get back to our strengths? And I didn't see none of those adjustments being made from Ken Dorsey. And yes, I'm quite frankly, I'm disappointed in him as well. The only adjustment I believe that did happen for the Bills offense moving into the second half is A, number A, they did not throw the ball to Stefan Diggs after the first half. Except for that one pass on the last drive in the fourth quarter that was nullified by a phantom holding call on Deion Dawkins. I believe he pancaked the, the Jets defender and they called holding on it. I'm not sure exactly. And then the second adjustment they made was that they had designed QB runs in the second half because, quite frankly, A. Rich, they were losing on every single snap. Mm-hmm. Look at mm. this. We we love the number 17 around here. It's our favorite thing. Wow. But when wow. you see 17 pressures allowed from your offensive line, I mm. don't think we can love it. No, absolutely not. That's unacceptable. That is unacceptable. And that that's making the New York Jets even more dangerous. Not only do they have top three, the three corners in top in the top 15, according to PFF, of course, but now you allow them to effectively rush Josh Allen with four passers, with what with four uh with uh four guys. And that's gonna make it real, real tough on the Buffalo Bills offense. And that's what the New York Jets did on Sunday. And it wasn't just Josh, right? It wasn't just Josh that couldn't get going because if it was just Josh, hey, we could have handed the ball to Singletary, handed the ball to McKenzie if he was in the backfield, or Naheem Hines, James Cook, whatever. Nothing was going the Buffalo Bills' way. And I just don't understand why. One of the things I want to say is, hey, Rich, the thing they have to do better is not suck. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, that's just – that's how you do better than playing that Jets game is, hey, the next time you go out there, just don't suck. And we'll win. Not and don't beat yourself, man. Don't beat yourself. Those now I, I, I'm semi-concerned with Josh Allen. I can't even lie. I, I, I think he's gonna get through it, but those interceptions were very, very bad interceptions. Mm-hmm. And for it, a guy in his fifth year, those interceptions is unacceptable. I'm I'm I, I have a slight concern. You didn't see that safety I seen. They, he said he didn't see the safety. I'm, it's concerning, Dan. <laughs> I'm a little concerned here with, with, with our guy. We'll get into him later. Hey, you saw you saw his quote, right, at the end of the game there when, when he was post-game? Did you hear about uh, it? Uh, yeah, how he, uh, it's, it's hard for the team to win if, if the quarterback's playing like shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he's, of course, his biggest critic. And, yeah. I, you know, We've mentioned it. I've mentioned it. You've mentioned it. We've all mentioned it before that Josh always has a point in the season where he hits a little bit of a lull, right? It it just happens. It happens every year. Last year, it happened around December. Atlanta Falcons rings a bell. We had had trouble with the Jets, I believe, last year, too, at the end of the season. You know, it just happens. And I'm hoping it doesn't last long, right? It's already happened two weeks. Off the bye, the Buffalo Bills have not played at least six quarters of good football. It's I, it's all been bad, and I and I and I have to agree. And 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 why why is it that we we have we 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 revamped the defensive line? 
Mm-hmm. We got we got Daquan Jones, we got Tim Settle, we got Jordan Phillips, we got Shaq Lawson, we got these guys because the Buffalo Bills was getting gashed in the run game last year. Yep. So now they bring in a, a different group of guys, revamp the defensive line, or 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 we thought, and it seems as if we having the same problems we did last year with different guys. Is it coaching? Is it Leslie Frazier? Is it the linebackers not meeting their gaps? Is it tackling? What the hell is going is on? Is it the injuries that the Buffalo Bills don't have their starters on defense? Come on. I mean, I, I don't want to blame them. I'm not going to blame the injuries for the Bills losing. But I will say, missing two safeties, your linebackers, still your starting corner, all of that being out will affect a team. But I want to I want to take us to a, to a lighter side real quick, Rich. Let's give a shout-out to all the beautiful people watching us right now. We got Kate mm-hmm. out here mm-hmm. as always. Great to see you, Kate. Kim is here. Dan Kelly's here just as always. Dan Kelly's here twice. It's okay. Uh, Dante says, I'm starting to lose faith in the coaching staff. It's like they mm-hmm. refuse to adjust, especially Frazier. Akeem, mm-hmm. you've, had, you've had similar thoughts to, to this, correct? Yeah, I think – I. I, I did. I do, actually. And and while I think uh, Leslie Frazier has done a tremendous job, I do think there is some there is some there's some deficiency going on in his scheme where the run game gets gashed. Why? It has to be it has to be something, be something to do with him or our linebackers. It has to be one or the other, because that's the only thing that's that's the same besides besides uh, the revamped defensive line. So it's something it's something going on. And it got rectified last year, and and hopefully, uh, it gets rectified this year. I had trouble just finding Buffalo Bills gear that I wanted to wear today, a eh, Rich. That's why I'm just rocking the necklace, man. It, it's hard. It's hard to me. root for this team right now. You and I have been talking the past couple of days about what we're going to talk about when we're on the show because mm-hmm. God, it was so bad. Mm-hmm. It was so bad of a game that there's not a single positive that you can take from it. But a couple more people in the comments. We got Tom out here. Mm-hmm. Ever since McDermott's reign, we've had trouble running the ball and stopping the run. Uh, true. Mm-hmm. I think so, you know. And I don't think I don't think that correlates. I think it's because the Bills have Josh Allen, and he is their offense. Should he be their offense? Maybe not, but he is their offense, and, and that kind of affects it. But moving forward, they do need to have more of a rushing game. And out here, we have – Michael Delzer, no pass interference from the refs. Uh, Michael Delzer is a San Francisco 49ers fan. I'd like to preface by telling you that, Akeem. Mm-hmm. And he wants to get right into the interference calls because he mm-hmm. wants to blame the refs. Mm-hmm. But here, we do not blame the refs, okay? Mm-hmm. We will talk about Gabe Davis a little later. Mm-hmm. It should not have come down to a Hail Mary kind of play for the Buffalo Bills against mm-hmm. the New York Jets. It should have been right. a handedly victory. If the Bills play their best football, they get out of that game quite easily. But, hey, Rich, I want to get into the aces of the game. Wait, there weren't any. We could not pick any aces of the game this week because there aren't four players. There nope. isn't one player. Nope. There isn't half a player. There isn't a third of a player. There isn't a 17th of a player that we could put on that list. Hey, Rich. And it's, you know, it's, you know, it's unfortunate. Uh, I, I give an honorable mention. I guess I, that's the least we can do. Shout out DeMar Hamlin, man. 12 tackles, eight solo. He was flying around. He he looked like an excellent blitzer. I like how he timed some things there. I like I like I like some things I saw on the field from Demar Hamlin. Honorable mention. But besides that, we can move on to the disappointments. 
Yeah, it, it sucks to talk about him. It sucks to talk yeah. about the disappointments. Our heartbreakers of the game brought to you by our proud partner here in Western New York, West Her. If you're looking for a new vehicle, that is your main place to go. A rich heartbreakers of the game. We're starting with the offense. Let's go. Gabe, Gabe, number two, number two wide receiver for the Bills. Lots of expectations from him coming into this year. And I, I heard on, on the radio this morning them, them talking about what a number two wide receiver is supposed to do for you, right? He's supposed mm-hmm. to be that reliable guy who gets you those catches, you know, when, when your number one is covered by the number one corner on the opposing team. And they mentioned that that's not what Gabe Davis is. Gabe Davis is a guy who can – you know, flash for you. you scored four touchdowns against Kansas City in the playoffs. That game against Pittsburgh, you know, rings a bell. But he is not consistent. And for whatever reason, yesterday he just could not grip the football, was not was not playing well, just in any sense of the word. Gabriel Davis is really disappointing me. Uh, he disappears for two long stretches of a time. You know, every year we have to deal with this ankle thing. Then he comes back from the ankle injury and he's he's not productive for two games because of the ankle injury. So he gets that excuse. And he just, in my opinion, disappears for two long stretches of a time. And the the entire route tree is something that is looks as if it's lacking from from uh Gabriel Davis, uh Gabriel Davis uh, game, the route tree. All right, Gary with a good comment here. If Josh cannot play, the run game will have to be utilized more. Maybe it will show how important the run game is. The coaches may understand how important the run game is to their success. Maybe, Gary. Um, Hopefully, Josh plays. Hopefully, we aren't missing him. Hey, Rich, I'm going to ask you the same kind of question that I was asking myself today, okay? Mm-hmm. How long can Josh Allen realistically be out for the Bills to still be considered a safe lock to make the playoffs two games two games max two games <laughs> if it turns into four the bills are in trouble okay the bills right. are two, two games especially gotta think about it it's not just josh allen hurt here <laughs> it's we have a plethora of players hurt offense and defensive side of the ball now okay but you, if you if you erase every other injury on the roster besides josh allen being hurt and josh allen's out and we have everybody else we're still gonna lose yeah, most yeah. likely yeah more more most likely but at least you have those players those, those players those key players that are missing to to help out more it's 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 it's, it's real the def- uh 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 hard to try to to try to win in this league without a Josh Allen and with those injuries we have. Yeah, ho- hopefully we get, you know, Poyer back this week. And, of course, Matt Milano was sorely missed for the Bills' defense in this loss here against the Jets. Josh Allen, uh, the latest update came out yesterday. If you guys didn't see, it, it's a possible UCL injury. The UCL is the inside part of the elbow, I believe. Uh, it, it is a, an injury that happens most in professional baseball which involves pitchers having to get Tommy John surgery. Tommy mm-hmm. John surgery usually eliminates a player for about a year. Mm-hmm. So it, that is the worst case scenario with Josh Allen as of now. The best case scenario is that hopefully it's slight pain 
He's going to be limited in practice and play on Sunday. But we will hear more from Coach McDermott tomorrow at 1 p.m. Uh, I believe he has a press conference at either 12 or, or 1 p.m. I think it's 1 p.m., but uh, check on oh, that if you like. I think it's 12. <clears throat> and uh, Gregory Rousseau, uh, the Bills defensive end, got injured in that loss against the Jets. Was it a ankle? Yes, week to week. Week, week to week. week. So mm-hmm. he's he's not expected to Probably play this week. Mm-hmm. But, hey, Rich, were they beat on every snap? Because I know you watched this game twice. I know you went through mm-hmm. the the worst of it here because you watched mm-hmm. on Sunday and then you watched it again last night. Mm-hmm. Were they beat on every snap? I mean, literally, no. They wasn't. They were. They weren't beat on every snap, but they were beat on the majority of them. They were beat off on the offense side and defensive side of the ball. The Buffalo beat the Buffalo Bills was was beaten in the trenches and. Uh, you know, it's it's this it's disheartening to see. Of course, did we play bad? I don't think we played terribly bad, but I think we played bad in phases of the game. And uh, mm-hmm. def- defensively, starting at the five yard line for them to run the ball down our throats like that, it, it was disheartening to see. There was what one pass, maybe two on that entire drive. Yeah, yeah. It was. And then when you yeah. and when you look and when you look on the other side, I see Quentin Williams mauling Mitch Morse and the defensive linemen having success against our offensive linemen and we're not having success. Our corners is not having success and their corners is not having is having success. It was just real frustrating to see. And I want to say one more thing about Gabriel Davis. Gabe Davis is starting to give me Valdez Scantlin vibes. That's that's the vibe he's giving me. A, a maybe a slightly better version of MVS, the former Green Bay Packer, now Kansas City Chiefs. That's the vibe that he's giving me. I'm hope I'm wrong. What what kind of vibe is it? G- give me an explanation. Uh, 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 Valdez Scantlin is a guy that you would think has more potential than he does, but at the end of the day, he's nothing more than a deep threat. A deep threat that you 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 can't rely on consistently, but he can surprise you if you let him. And I think that's that's what Gabriel Davis is turning into. I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm wrong, but that's that's the vibe that he's giving me right now. I got you. Well, we went over our heartbreaker on offense. Heartbreaker on defense sits in that secondary. Let's see who it is. You mentioned your honorable mention as DeMar Hamlin, the other safety, but Jaquan Johnson, man, it was just bad i i don't understand it looked like every single bills defender was arm tackling but if there was somebody that i could say arm tackled more than anybody else it would have been jaquan johnson yeah it was just it it it's disappointing to see it was just it was a lot of poor angles jaquan johnson was taken in to to, to pursue well, read the, the graphic player. Read the yeah, graphic, yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, 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 just poor, just poor angles on Jaquan Johnson's part, man. It was, it was really, really disappointing to see. And you know, the the New York Jets, and and the reason why I hate the, the hate the talk injuries because the, and the Jets have injuries of their own. Of course, they're missing their best, their best uh, offensive player in Brees Hall. They're missing their best uh, offensive lineman in Oliveira Tucker. But it looked as if our injuries were. It was it was colossal for our team, and they definitely took advantage. They're also missing Becton too, right? Yeah, Corey yeah. Da- Corey Davis too. 
You yeah. know, you mentioned that Corey Davis is their number one. I don't think that's true. I, I think their number one is Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Okay. But uh, Bobby says that game has made me very unhappy. Uh, Josh throws two interceptions right to the opponents in in the games in a row. Yeah, back to back weeks with two interceptions for Josh Allen does not look great. We'll get to our analysis of him in just a little bit. Bart says Milano was our Michael Jordan. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe on defense. I wouldn't say maybe the entire team, but I can see where you're going with that. I believe the Bills are like three and four when Milano doesn't play or something like that. So he he he's needed. He is definitely needed. But you know the saying, hey, Rich, we always say our quarterback is a legit legitimate Buffalo. But this week, it really kind of looked like he got ran over by Buffaloes. Let, let's take a look at Josh Allen versus the Jets. <laughs> Not the stat line that we wanted, not the stat line that we expected, not the stat line that we dreamed of when Josh Allen goes against the New York Jets. You see it in bold letters right there, four turnovers, two interceptions, two fumbles. You cannot be having that from your star on offense. Yeah, man, it's it was just very it's very dis disheartening to see, disappointing to see. And like I said earlier, it's it's, it's semi alarming for me to to see the type of interceptions Josh Allen is is throwing. Josh Allen is throwing Zach Wilson type interceptions. Yeah, and they that, aren't swatted. They aren't yeah, tipped. Yeah, is and 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 that right there, you know, is is un, is unacceptable. You're not is he not seeing the field? Is what is going on? I hope Josh can can definitely uh, uh, rectify that uh, sooner rather than later. And I, I hope he's healthy enough to even, you know, rectify that sooner sooner rather than later. And we can't blame the injury because the injury happens on the right, on the second, right. to, the second right. to last play of the game. And it, it's just something, you know, that happens, I guess. It, I didn't really remember that he dealt with the UCL in his rookie season. Do you remember anything about that? Yeah, I remember. I remember him missing time for that. You remember him missing time, like specifically yep. for that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Have you ever seen any other quarterback with with the UCL problem? Mm, that's an excellent question. I don't think so. I really don't think so. Yeah, it, it's pretty weird that you know that, yeah. that it's only Josh, but it was just bad. Honestly, like you want my analysis of Josh Allen? It was bad. It was yeah. not good in any kind of way. Yeah, he had some rushing yards. He scored his longest rushing touchdown of his career, but ultimately it's a loss, and, and this is a team game. Mm -hmm. And, yes, we, we go into players and we go into their performances, and if I could tell you anything else, I would. But Josh Allen did not play like Josh Allen does. No, he, he didn't at all. He wasn't, he wasn't seeing the entire field. There was plays where guys were open and he just didn't see them and just went with the other guy and the other guy wasn't open you know i it was just it was it wasn't a good game and i think this is this is something that's been been happening for some time now since green bay but of course you're going to overlook things when you're winning but when you lose and when you lose like this the way the buffalo bills lose it definitely put things under a a a, a greater microscope so hopefully uh, Josh Allen can see the see the field better, deliver the football, and 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 cut down these turnovers. The turnovers is costing the Buffalo Bills big time. I believe we have five red zone turnovers this season. 
That's that's un, un, unacceptable. Unacceptable. The Bills have to stop beating themselves in order to beat teams. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get lucky every week. You're no. not gonna you're not gonna play bad like they did against the Green Bay Packers in that second half and come out with a victory every single time. And this should be the wake up call, Rich. This should be the time. Hey. You know, we need to make adjustments on offense. We need to make adjustments on defense. Yeah, Tredavious White is going to be coming back, and hopefully it's a huge help. Mm-hmm. But we, we need more. We need more from these guys. They're, they're expected to do more in this system. Of course, Josh Allen calls this place home. This mm-hmm. is home. It's, mm-hmm. it's Buffalo. It's the city of good neighbors. But, hey, Rich, our YouTube channel, Built in Buffalo, is Becoming a new one, if you guys were unaware, we are going to be officially moving to our new home this Friday. I want to give you guys the the picture here. Built in Buffalo is going to be the name of the YouTube channel. You'll see it there with the white circle and the blue and red, of course, Built in Buffalo logo right there. That's going to be our new home for all of our videos starting Friday this week with the sit down live. You excited, eh, Rich? I'm very excited. I'm very excited. New things are happening. Uh, this was this was a, a big decision for for the for the Bills and Buffalo brand. We finally made it. Shout out DM3. He's been doing an excellent job behind the scenes, uh, uh, getting this thing together, man. So I'm very excited for the for the new launch in the YouTube channel. Yeah, and if you guys are wondering why, it's just because we feel like the videos that we're making aren't reaching all of our subscribers. So that's why we decided to to go in that direction of creating a new channel. So if you guys wouldn't mind, of course, please subscribe to it. But if you're watching us on Facebook, please like and share it. Tell it to your friends. Tell it to your sister. Tell it to your your brother, everybody. Tell everybody about it. If you're on Twitter, please give us a like. Give us a retweet. And, of course, if you're on that YouTube, find the new one. Give us a subscribe. And, of course, keep watching us right now here live on the Conflict of Interest with your main guys, Dan and Akime Rich. There's 31 other teams in the NFL, of course, not being the Buffalo Bills. And I want to take you into one of my favorite segments, one of your favorites, of course, as well, real or faux, where we take a team, we either discuss, hey, are they a Super Bowl contender? Are they a playoff contender? Are they none of the above and just, you know, on on a winning streak kind of? Let's see who it is this week. Now, some might ask, why are the Philadelphia Eagles a part of real or foe? They're 8-0, the best start in franchise history for the Philadelphia Eagles. Props to them for that, and props to them for for doing what they're doing. Of course, they're doing what the Bills should have been doing, right? They're Mm -hmm. playing the same brand of football each and every week, not making mistakes, and just winning games. But the question is, Rich, can they do it when it counts? Because they have the third easiest schedule in the NFL. And the thing that I get reminded of here is the Pittsburgh Steelers from a couple years ago where they go 12 or 13-0, and lose the final four games, meet Cleveland in the first round of the playoffs, and lose. Uh, and you know what? I, I like that. I, I like that you you brought that up, the Pittsburgh Steelers, because I almost forgot about them and, and their stretch that they had. They was having a great season and then they faltered rather quickly. I do not think the Philadelphia Eagles is this. I do believe they are indeed real. This roster, uh, in my opinion, is loaded on both sides of the ball. They have two. Go ahead. Now, A. Rich, are they real as in Super Bowl contenders 
real as in playoffs, like definitely. Where, where are you going? I'm talking real as in Super Bowl contenders, as in the Buffalo Bills should be facing the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl come next year. Okay, let, let me let me take you through their victories, okay? Mm -hmm. So September 11th to open the season, they start against the Lions. Mm -hmm. They almost lose that game. They end up winning by three. Detroit looks really good to start the season. If you guys don't remember in those first two, first two three weeks, the Lions were putting up 30 points but losing games each and every week. So that's the Eagles' first victory. Mm-hmm. 38-35. Next up, they beat the Vikings 24 to 7. That is a good victory. The Vikings, of course, have one loss. They're coming into Buffalo this week. We'll be talking about them mm -hmm. here at the end of the show. Next up, they beat the Commanders 24 to 8. A divisional game, winning that by that that amount. Very good. Next up, Jags 29-21. Cardinals 20 to 17. Cowboys without Dak Prescott 26 to 17. Steelers 35 to 13 and then the Texans 29 to 17. Mm -hmm. So I just think, you know, I don't know that they're foe. I don't think they are. I don't think I can go foe with an eight. No team, but I don't know that it's super bowl. I don't know that it's that yet because I just, I don't know if, if this is the, the recipe for for success for them moving forward. What good team in the NFC do you think that can challenge them? They may have beat the Vikings once, but I think if they see them in the playoffs again, it could be a different story. I'm mm. I'm high on the I'm high on the Minnesota Vikings. Hell, mm. who knows? Maybe it's the Seahawks. Maybe it's Geno Smith. Okay, okay. I don't I don't think uh, only team that I can see giving them a challenge is the San Francisco 49ers. I was gonna say it could yeah. be the 49ers. San Francisco. Uh, that, that's a sneaky team there mm -hmm. in the West. Mm -hmm. who, who else do we got? NFC North. Uh, is it the Bucks? Dal Dallas, maybe Dallas with, with do, a healthy Dak, maybe. Do the Do the Bucks give you a problem? No, nah, I don't think so. I think the Bucks. I think the Bucks are going through too much right now. I think they're what going. About, through what about the Giants? I think they still play them twice. Uh, I don't think the Giants. I think they're a very good story. I think they're doing a hell of a coaching job. I don't think they have the roster to match up with the Eagles. Okay. So, so the Eagles kind of, kind of. Let's see. They're not the best, but they're the best of what the NFC has. Is is your thought process here? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But again, if you want to pick out two teams, like we spoke about, if you want to pick out two teams that do have a shot of beating the Eagles, that can match up with the Eagles, San Francisco 49ers, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I can get behind that. But there's probably a handful of other teams. I'm surprised the Eagles have made it to 8-0. But of course, props to them, you know. Uh, if that was the Bills, we'd obviously be, you know, as excited as the Eagles fans. Good for them, right? It, it's, it is what it is. Jalen Hurts playing really well. Hey, Rich, we of course have our segment next up here, the predictions. And this week was a good week again for both of us, which is surprising because this week's slate of games was, or last week's slate of games, excuse me, was very difficult to choose, right? Yeah, it because was. the games. The games just didn't match up, and you and I both picked different teams in each matchup, but uh, let's see the results. So, if you guys didn't see it, let me play it for you one more time here, of course. Uh, 10 and 3, a eh, rich for both of us this past weekend. Obviously, we're getting better, right? Okay, as okay. Week, as each week goes okay. by, you and I both get better. 
still, you have yet to reach the 80 win mark. Tell me how that feels. It's okay. It's okay. I'm, I, I like I like the the 10 and 3. It gives me some confidence coming into this week. I, I like my chances this week. Uh, you think you're ever going to hold it? Yeah, I do. You do? All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you'll have to make your way down here first, of course. <laughs> uh let's get into our what, what is it what are we at week 10 now this yep. week yeah wow the, the nfl fly. season flies by, flies by man. i hate it i hate it and takes so long to come back around exactly it's the worst but let's get mm-hmm. into our nfl week 10 predictions starting of course with thursday night football i don't even know who's playing yet i haven't seen these yet you haven't seen these ready rich Mm-mm. all right well we're starting off with a barn burner Falcons at Panthers. Give me the Falcons. The reason being that the Panthers are terrible. And you're considering taking the Panthers. Yeah, give me the Falcons. Give me the Falcons. Okay, are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. sure. You good with that? Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. So, So next up, we have the Seahawks. And the Buccaneers. But before that, A. Rich, before we get to the Seahawks and Buccaneers, I need you to sit there, take a deep breath, and tell me why you picked this team. Tell me why. Tell me why. Now tell me why. You still aren't dancing to my song. What do I have to do? Probably when I'm holding the belt. Maybe maybe that day. Maybe the day I'm holding the belt. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. So it's never going to happen. It's okay. I mean, it, you know, some things just don't happen in life, and, it, and it's okay. Seahawks at Buccaneers, who do you got? Seahawks at Buccaneers. Wow. You know what? If Geno Smith beats Tom Brady, dude, I swear, I'm picking him. I'm picking him. I don't care. Right, just pick, just for the story. You picking the Seahawks? I'm picking the Seahawks. I'm going Buccaneers here. Give me Tom Brady at home. P- please. <laughs> Brady, I pick you this time. <laughs> Come through. <laughs> and as much as much as you want Brady to win for your for your predictions, it would be amazing to see Geno Smith win this game. Of course, of course. It would be course. absolutely fantastic. Oh, is it in Germany? Is that true? Yeah, it is true. Oh man. Okay. That, so not in, not in Tampa Bay. That's anybody's a home, game. A home game in Germany. Uh, the only reason Dan Kelly knows that and Dan Kelly doesn't know that is because he is the Tom Brady fan and mm-hmm. I am not. Mm-hmm. So that, that is the only reason that he that, has that. that put, see, that, that, cha- that changes things. That changes things a little bit. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm still, still going to go Tampa. Let's still All go right. with it. We All still right. got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up, we're, we're going to the NFC North and the two bottom feeders from that division, Lions at Bears. How about the Bears this past weekend? Putting some fight up against the Miami Dolphins. Did you see Did you see um, Miami's head coach postgame? You see what he said? Uh, something about he wants Fields to stop running. So, so Justin Fields goes out of bounds when mm-hmm. he was running, mm-hmm. and he goes out of bounds on the Miami sideline. And McDaniel goes, hey, you know, you know, I'd, I'd like for you to stop running. And then he goes, and he didn't listen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course he didn't listen to you. He <laughs> Mike, wants to win the damn game. Mike McDaniel is funny, man. I, I try, I'm trying to hate that guy because he's a division foe, but he, he's he's a funny character. 
Oh, man. It didn't look like he was trying to be funny. It looked like he was being just yeah, odd. Yeah, yeah. Just awkward. Bears and Lions, based off of what I've seen this past weekend, I I don't I don't think it matters because this past weekend and this weekend could be different weekends, but I'm going to take the Chicago Bears to the home team. Yeah, um, give me the Detroit Lions. Just I, because I, I, I want to disagree. Do yeah, you, do you I know what championship gold feels like? I rolled with them last week. You you laughed at me when I rolled with the Detroit Lions last week, and they and and they proved me right. I'm going to roll with my guys again. Oh my! Go Lions! <laughs> do we have a storyline building here with the Detroit Lions? Wow. Uh, yeah, I got the Lions over the Bears. Lions over the Bears. No mind. <laughs> Browns and Dolphins are next. This game in Miami. Deshaun Watson, of course, still on his suspension. I believe that is until week 12 after the Bills play the Browns. Deshaun Watson comes back that next week. Dolphins and Browns in Miami. I think it's, you know, fairly easy to guess that it's going to be the Miami Dolphins winning this game. You know, Nick Chubb, if you could run the ball, Nick Chubb, you could keep the ball out the, out to his hands. You at true, home, true. dog pound. Yeah. No, no, it, it is in Miami. It's in Miami. Uh, it's in Miami. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that means Give me the so that means that means that the Browns players are gonna be dying the same way that the Bills players were maybe maybe not it's this it's, it will be in november we'll, i don't know how the weather is we'll see but give me the give me the dolphins i lived there for two years trust me it's hot that's what it is it doesn't matter that it's november it doesn't matter that it's december it's still hot it's still muggy it's gonna be bad but hey you're right if if the browns get a running game going i think that one can go the other way but it's most likely in the Dolphins favor and you obviously think the same because you picked the Miami Dolphins but we're moving on Denver Broncos at Tennessee Titans Broncos country let's lose I'm taking the Tennessee Titans yeah likewise I'm I'm, I'm, well who is the quarterback is it Malik Willis is it Malik? <laughs> we're, we're only at Tuesday, bro. I am not sure. See, I don't see. I, I'm tempted to go with the opposition, but right now okay. it's only Tuesday. I'm going with the better team. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Titans. I want to. I want to stay on pace just in case. Okay. I mean, you you can't you can go the opposite way here and nah. try to gain a game. No, no, I went the opposite way a couple times already. I'm good. Okay. Well, well, you can go the opposite way on all of them and yeah. just keep losing. I'm good right now. Hurricane coming to Florida. Oh, okay. Uh, is that what Jim says? Uh, shout out to everybody watching in Florida. I hope I hope you're okay. You know, during the hurricane season, it it is a scary one out there. Hey, Rich, when I was living out there, my first month, I was there in September, right? Mm-hmm. And there was this knock at my door. I go to the door, I open it up. There's nobody there. Mm-hmm. I look at the door, and there's this huge pamphlet. It's like ten pages long, stapled together, and it was like hurricane warning like notes and stuff like that like what to do what not to do what kind of insurance you need all this crazy stuff mm-hmm. florida it. man it, it's it's weird out there so i'm I hoping everybody's it. safe and uh being smart with their decisions out there vikings and bills are next day rich and you know we ain't talking about that right now but right. i do want to i do want to ask you a question about the buffalo bills here but before we move on to these other teams mm-hmm. because it feels like the way this show goes we start with the bills of course we usually go about about 30, 35 minutes talking about the Bills, depending on, you know, the day. Obviously, today, a hard day to talk about our favorite team. 
we don't always come back to the prediction on the Bills. Mm -hmm. But I'm fairly certain that every week you are going to choose the Bills to win. Am I correct in that guess? Or do you want to confirm with me here at the end of each show which way you're going? Um, You know what? Yeah, I'd rather confirm with you at the end of okay. each show which way I'm going. Yep. Okay. Because I yep. feel like like for the past couple of weeks, we've had an understanding that we both mm -hmm. picked the Bills. Mm -hmm. I don't know that we mentioned it on the stream. Mm -hmm. So that's why I wanted to bring it up to you. So we will get back to that, of course, at the end of the show. Bills and Vikings will talk about it. If the Bills' run defense plays anything like they did against the Jets, we can expect Delvin Cook to have the same day as Joe Mixon had over the weekend with five touchdowns and 200 scrimmage yards. I really hope that doesn't happen. Next up's a gimme, eh, Rich? Texans at Giants. Give me the New York Giants. If you asked me before the season, I would say this game's a toss-up because they both suck, but I'm going to take the Giants. I don't know, man. The Texans, the, the well, Texans, what don't you know? they, they played, they played the Eagles pretty tough last, last Thursday, man. They played them. They no. played them pretty tough. No, they did. Where's that, where's, that, where's that game at? 29 to 17 is not playing that game? tough. Where's that, that game? That game is in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Give me the Giants. All right. You you like that home field advantage thing. Like yeah. you feel like that plays a big factor. Sometimes it does. Yeah, but I but I don't problem. know. I don't know. Give me the Giants. Jags. Jags at Chiefs. Chiefs. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Pretty pretty cut and dry. I, I thought the Jags were gonna be something, and maybe they still are, but maybe um, next year. Maybe next year with Calvin Ridley. Maybe, maybe. Good point. Mm -hmm. If he if he of course comes back from that suspension and plays. But um, Kansas City Chiefs, good for them. You know, they got a gimme game. Buffalo still leads their division, still in the number one seed in the AFC. But we, we didn't really talk about what this means for them, A. Rich. 0-2 in the division, it, it just leaves a sour taste in your mouth, doesn't it? Yeah, it leaves a sour taste in your mouth, and you have to be careful on your wins and losses now because you're, you know, you, you're not you, – you, you're on the wrong side of tiebreakers right now, mm -hmm. and those are the most important games. Mm -hmm. So you definitely wanna you definitely wanna be able to play better ball and within the division. Uh, if you ask me, the Buffalo Bills have to sweep the division for uh, for the rest of their games. They have to sweep the Patriots. They have to beat Miami. They have to beat New York the next time they play. Yeah, I mean, they always mention that hey, you know, the number one goal is winning the division. Winning your divisional games is the easiest way to get into the playoffs mm -hmm. we want the easiest way to get in the playoffs we want that freaking number one seed so we have a bye and the team has to come here mm -hmm. that's what we want we want to see patrick mahomes have to play a road playoff game and mm -hmm. see if it affects him that's mm -hmm. what we want but mm -hmm. it's not going to happen if the bills keep on playing the way they are especially for the for these last two games we need to see something change this coming week but we're moving on a rich saints at steelers Give me the New Orleans Saints. Um, give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why? They are home. But why? <laughs> they you can't home. pick. You can't pick every home team and tell me, oh, no. they're at home. Not, no, nah, that's the first time I told you that. <laughs> okay, but you did it with the Giants over the Texans. 
And no, the Giants are a better the, the Giants are a better team than the Texans. And you and you did it with the Dolphins over the Browns. The Dolphins are a better team than the Browns. That I'm doesn't looking, matter. I'm, you I'm said looking, it's in the dog pound. I'm, I'm so, looking for upsets here. I'm oh looking. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking for upsets here. And right. And okay. and the, the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. I'm thinking about these teams are both not that good. So when I think of two teams not that good, I think of it could go either way. So what team is playing at home? Pittsburgh, ding, ding, ding. I give the advantage to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh over the Saints. I don't think so. I, I think the Saints are better. I, I think you calling them both bad teams is kind of kind of unfair to what the Saints have done this team. They're mediocre. They're mediocre. The Steelers are bad. The Saints are mediocre. We'll see. All right. Well, we'll we will see. We will mm-hmm. see for sure. Colts at Raiders is next. What about the Colts, man? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They fire. If you guys haven't heard, this situation is absolutely unheard of. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. fire their head coach, Frank Reich. First of all, we love Frank Reich here in Buffalo, of course. I'm Mm -hmm. interested to see where he goes from here. Mm -hmm. I don't think he was the problem. I don't think he was the problem in, in, in Indianapolis. That's such a hard freaking phrase to say in Indianapolis. A little bit of a tongue twister there. But it was, you know, quarterbacks. It was it was the way the team was being put together. Was that on him? If those were his decisions to trade for those quarterbacks and not go for you know younger guys, then maybe I can see this. But he wish they didn't hire anybody in house. Excuse me, give me one second. <coughs> you know what? I just you know he Frank Reich was just he was up against it. First of all, it's up to your GM to get the necessary guys. Um, on the team, so you're you as a coach can do your job and, and make them perform. But mm-hmm. the whole Andrew Luck retiring thing, I don't think he initially signed up for that. And once that happened, you lose a franchise quarterback that can really put your team behind the eight ball. And now you're going through quarterbacks, and I think it just didn't, they just never caught wind again after the Andrew Luck retirement. And I think uh, that's that's the main that's the main problem there with with Frank Wright and the demise of the Indianapolis Colts. And the other problem is their offensive line is the highest paid in football and it's playing like absolute garbage. All of their running backs are hurt. Jonathan Taylor has only played a handful of games this year. They obviously just traded for Zach Moss from the Buffalo Bills. Naheem Hines went mm-hmm. away. Pay hey, Rich, you saw who they hired as a head coach. Jeff Saturday. Now, I do not want to say anything bad about the man. I, I don't know anything about him. But I, I'll tell you what we do know, A. Rich. We know he was a hell of a center. He's in the Indianapolis Colts uh, ring of honor, you know, Hall of Fame kind of thing for, for that team. And he, he was a great player, a great center. Played, you know, with Peyton and then went to Green Bay at, at the tail end of his career. It's very smart. You know, centers have to be smart. They have to know everything the quarterback knows except for making the throws, but he's never coached in college. He's never coached in the pros. And the last time he coached was in high school, a high school football team. And his last year there, they went three and 10. You know, when I seen the move, I, I, the first thing I thought was how disrespectful Mm -hmm. is that? How disrespectful is that move for the rest of the coaches and this and the assistant coaches that's been on that staff for all year, been on that team all year, been with the players, know the players, know the schemes, know the systems, for a guy to 
to just come in in the middle of the season. I've never seen no shit like this. And he was working on ESPN just the other day. He he was on ESPN as an analyst. I've never seen nothing like this before. I think it's highly disrespectful to all assistant coaches and coaches for the Indianapolis staff that's currently on there right now. I've never seen nothing like that. He's he's with ES. I can understand if he was on the team. He wasn't. I can understand if he had maybe. Maybe, maybe if he had coaching experience, maybe if he'd been around, he was at ESPN. He, it, it's just, it's just wow, wow. Jim, Jim Irsay, the owner of the Colts, said he loves that he does that. Uh, Jeff Saturday doesn't have head coaching experience because it it takes away the fear that the NFL game gives you. That's what he said. Uh, yeah, that's what he said. And then he mentioned this guy. You could have gave it to that guy. And then he mentioned something about analytics, how he doesn't like how today's coaches play by analytics. That's how the game works nowadays, man. It's a, it's an evolutionary game. If it's fourth and one from your opposing your opponent's 35-yard line and there's three minutes to go, and if you don't trust your field goal kicker or something, you go for it, right? Because that's what you do. Analytics tell you, hey, this is the correct move. Jim Irsay doesn't like that kind of stuff. He's very old school. So, you know, I don't know. I think they're going to lose to the Las Vegas Raiders, and that's about it. <laughs> Raiders and Colts, this game's in Vegas. I got. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. If any team would lose, if I had to pick a team that would lose <laughs> to the Colts, it would be the Raiders. Or the Broncos. Or the Broncos. They're, they already beat them a couple weeks ago, though. So it's just like... With, with the situation, though, I I honestly don't know if you I, can pick the Colts. Yeah, I don't I know, know if you can. I, I don't know. If, if I'm Jeff Saturday, I'll go back to Matt Ryan. I'll tell you that. I'll say, hey, Matt Ryan, I have, I wasn't here. Suit up, boy. Okay, okay, okay. So you you helped me last week inadvertently by mm-hmm. telling me that Cooper Cup was limited and, you know, that wasn't the right pick, and you, you had me pick the Buccaneers and it worked, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I'm going to give you some information that I don't have to. Mm-hmm. But I want to to mm-hmm. pay a forward for you. Okay. The, the man it. who is calling the plays for the Colts this week mm-hmm. was their offensive line coach. I believe he's 30 years old, has never called plays in the NFL. Okay. And he is going to be calling the plays for the Colts offense this week. That's what I have for you. That's very interesting. I'm definitely I'm definitely going the other way. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna definitely go the other way and pick the Raiders. And that's that's interesting. Okay. We'll we'll see what happens there, and, and it's possible they win, right? Of course, yeah, anything, never seen them before. anything never seen them is before. possible, mm-hmm. and th- and that's that's the beauty of it, right? If mm-hmm. you've never seen it, you can't plan for it. So mm-hmm. we'll have to see. Next up, we're going in the division: Cardinals and Rams. I don't like either of these teams. I, I really don't. The Rams obviously very disappointing. The Cardinals very disappointing. It's it's home for the Rams, but I mentioned it with the Chargers before. I don't think either team has home field advantage. Just, you know, L.A. doesn't like football. That's just how it seems from the outside. I don't know. I don't live in Los Angeles. I don't think I ever will. But uh, I think I'm going to take the Cardinals. You mentioned last week that they were due one, and they didn't get it last week. So I'm going to say, hey, the Cardinals are due one. But I'm going to say it with the real Dan Kelly's voice, the real Dan Kelly's tone, the real Dan Kelly's confidence, and the real Dan Kelly's championship gold, and the Cardinals are going to win this week. You know what? I I'd be highly upset if the Cardinals win this week. 
I would be because I'm going the Rams here. I'm off the Cardinal bandwagon. I'm going Jalen Ramsey and the Rams. I think I think they get it done. Give me the Los Angeles Rams. Very interesting. Next up, Cowboys and Green Bay Packers. Wow. What what a fall from grace for Aaron Rodgers and company. You know, I don't know if there's much we can say about it. It's just it's kind of hard to watch, right? It's kind of hard to watch, you know, a team that has been good for your entire life and my entire life finally hitting this place where they're just not relevant. Yeah, man, it's it's you know, it's 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 coming to that point. I don't know if it's if it's the start of of something that's going to be consistent or if this is going to be a, a season where it's a one-off and they can rekindle something back next season. But I'm definitely uh, – Green Bay is definitely struggling, and I'm not going to be picking them uh, to win any games anytime soon. I'm going to be going to opposition. So no. So, so you got the Cowboys. Cowboys, yep. And I, I am going to agree with you there, Cowboys over Packers. The game's in Green Bay, but I just – I don't know. I Maybe this is the week they get it on track. I've been saying that for weeks. They've let me down too many times for me to be able to pick them. And mm-hmm. I want to pick them. I want to pick the Green Bay Packers, eh, Rich? I'm going to take them. I'm taking that thing from you real quick. I want to take them. Mm-hmm. I do. I want to take them, but, but I just can't do it. I can't mm-hmm. do it. Chargers at 49ers is next. A very, very interesting matchup. Two teams that you can never guess what they're going to do because some weeks they show up, some weeks they don't. Wow. I like this game. I like Chargers and 49ers. I like Sunday it a lot. Night, Sunday night football too. Good for them. Oh, hopefully, that's a nice game. I'm gonna tune hopefully, in. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, it's gonna it's gonna be a good one. I'm gonna take the San Francisco 49ers, the home team in this matchup. Yeah. Um. I think roster wise, the Chargers are fully capable of being anybody in the NFL. I don't know what it is. I have to look at the coach, and I don't know if the coach is that great. <laughs> I got to go San Francisco here. I'm going San Francisco. Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, that vaunted defense. Uh, I, I got the 49ers as well. I think that's what it comes down to is uh, they have a better defense. Like the Chargers had a good defense on paper coming into this year, but injuries always bite the Chargers in the butt, and it always affects their season in a negative light. So I think you know that's what it's going to come down to is the fact that the 49ers defense is just more talented. But – Moving on to our final game, A Rich. And it is our member of Real or Foe this week, the Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Washington Commanders. And imagine, imagine what it would be like for the undefeated Eagles to lose at home in a primetime game. That would be crazy. I don't think it's going to happen. Give me the Eagles. I don't think so either, but if it does. Can you yeah. imagine what happens in that stadium? Hey man, hey man, they, they, they I, you, you won't, you don't expect the team to go undefeated, but they're, they're, you know, they're eight and zero, and their, the schedule looks, you know, reasonable, you know. Yeah, so you but, never know. but let, let's look who they're playing. You know, Washington did not have a bad week. No, they're this, not. They're, this they're past not, week, they're no tomato can. I'll tell you they, that they did lose to the Minnesota Vikings by three. But it's not like, you know, they were losing the entire game. I think they're very, very capable, honestly, of taking on a team like the Eagles. I mean, the last time they played, we mentioned the score. The Eagles kind of trounced them. Mm-hmm. But 
was that Car- that was Carson Wentz. That was Carson Wentz that played um, against yep. the Eagles that first time around. And this time it's Taylor Heineke. And we talked about it last week. Uh, I think at this point in his career, Taylor Heineke is better than Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz in that game threw 43 passes, 211 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. So it's not like you know he hurt his team, but he obviously didn't help them. Right. Your Week 10 predictions are finally complete. Myself and Akeem Richards will keep you posted, of course, next week on the results of that. But before we go, hey, Rich, let's talk a little bit about this Bills Vikings matchup. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? You're just going into this game. I'm concerned. I'm concerned about this game because, you know, of course you don't want to talk about it, but obviously it, it affects our team. Nobody else cares, but I care. The, you know, Russo being out, I think that you know that that tremendously affected the bills defense against the jets uh i think him being out against the vikings is is crucial i think root is is one of those players for the buffalo bills now that is needed and with him being out that could be that could be problematic um i you know just the last the last two games is just it was it wasn't something that i wanted to see i thought it was something that it was it was we would get through We've been seeing this the last couple of seasons, and I think this season I wanted to see growth from the Buffalo Bills so we wouldn't have to be in this situation, but we're here. Um, and uh, it's it's a tough game. I'm hoping the Bills can bounce back. They do have uh, the talent to do so, but it all starts with our, our quarterback, Josh Allen. Let's see Wednesday uh, when practice comes, if he's available, how much availability does he have, and God forbid, if he's out for some time, how long is he out for? It's a very tough game, you know, to, to be coming off a loss from the New York Jets coming into this game is just something I would not have expected, like at all, under any circumstance ever. And the Minnesota Vikings are coming in with a better record than the Buffalo Bills. Who, who would have thought that, right? So it's going to be tough. Of course, we, we hope, you know, the health of everybody – on the team, of course, franchise quarterback Josh Allen matters more than anything. I want to see the running game get going. I want to see Gabe Davis become consistent. And if he doesn't, you know, we got to do something. Are, are you are you still thinking the Bills are in the Odell Beckham sweepstakes? Most definitely, most definitely, I definitely, I definitely think so. Von Miller's on the team. He's been. He's been, you know, clamoring for for OBJ for a while now. He's been saying it's a done deal. He's on the team. Us as fans, we hope that Von Miller is right, and we're going to use him as our as our as our force in terms of hoping OBJ does come to Buffalo. The force is the strong force. with this one, <laughs> especially after the performance from our receivers in in this past week's game. We, you know, o, OBJ is is in my opinion needed and and necessary. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. My my thing is is the cap. The Bills have one of the the lowest available cap hits in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I was just talking about this earlier. Do you think it, it's a situation? So Odell wants a home. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants. He, he came out on social media, I believe, a couple of days ago and said something about he wants a place to call home. He's looking for a three- or four-year contract at mm-hmm. his age, which is rough. Mm-hmm. Do you give him a three-year and, and you know, 
load those next two years? If you're the Bills, because you can't really give him anything this year, do you load those up? Or is it a situation where Odell comes in, he says, hey, I want this, and if you can't give me this, then I'm moving on to the next team, and they will give me this. Because that's the problem right now. Odell Beckham Jr. has his pick about where he wants to play. I'd give him a three-year. I would give him in terms of how the deal is constructed and looks as if it's a three-year deal. But of course, the way you know, you know, the way Bean does contracts, I will have to do something where I can find that out after the second year if he doesn't produce. You okay. know, so I, it had to be some something like that where okay, I'm gonna give you this three-year contract, but you know, it's gonna be minimal dead cap money after the second year. You know? what, what do you what do you think about like seventy percent guaranteed? Yeah, I mean you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do something to make Odell sign that contract. You have to give him something, right? So, yeah. you know, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't well, we'll of course have to see what happens. I believe he's supposed to be supposed to be healthy very soon. I don't know if it's this week, if it's next week, exactly when it is going to be. But a rich, before we sign off, I need for to get sure. your prediction for the Bills and Vikings. Are you going Bills or are you going Vikings? If Josh Allen plays the game, I'm going Bills. I will, I will allow you that because it is our got team. To. You got to. I will allow you that. So if Josh Allen plays, you're going Bills. And if Josh Allen does not play? It's going to be a long day. I, I don't have – I'm not as high on – I don't know I don't know if you're high on Case Keenum, but I'm not real high on Case Keenum. That does not sound like a team to me, sir. No, I don't I – don't, I don't, I'm not high on Case Keenum. If Case Keenum has to start, I think the Bills lose. Okay, mm -hmm. so uh, I'm I'm gonna take the Buffalo Bills as always. They're mm -hmm. they're the best team in the NFL, even though they lose games. I uh, I hate that they lose games. I wish we just would never lose. You know that would be, of course, the perfect scenario. But I'm 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 gonna agree with you. If if it's Case Keenum for four quarters against his former team, the Minnesota Vikings, I just don't think they get the job done. I'm, I'm gonna have to go the Vikings if. Josh Allen does not play. And, of course, Spin's here. Just comes in at the end of the show. Spin, I haven't seen you in forever. I know my face is sometimes hard to look at, but, you know, you got to come around more. We do appreciate you. Bean will give OBJ an offer. And if he takes it, great. And if not, then good luck. Agreed. Uh, I think, I, think I, I can agree with that. And, of course, guys, we want to thank you. If you're on Facebook for coming out, if you're on YouTube, if you're on Twitter, we do appreciate it. Hey, Rich, do your thing. From A. Rich, Akeem Richens, The Real Dan Kelly. This has been the conflict of interest. We appreciate everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, it was an excellent show. You see Dan Kelly over there. He has the belt. He's been having the belt all season all long. All season long. I, I, uh, he's going to try to take it from a, a, a wire to wire victory, but we'll see what happens. It's still about eight weeks left in the season, and we'll definitely see what happens there. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Let's all cross our fingers tonight. Say a prayer that Josh Allen is indeed okay and will be limited in practice. Let's all say that prayer tonight as a Buffalo Bills family. Once again, A. Rich, I came Richens, the real Dan Kelly. This has been the conflict of interest. You know what we like to say before we get out of here. Go, Go Bills. Bills! Go Bills. It's hard to say when they lose. <laughs>